0: to the Flam recycling Cycling Channel. Our first ever show. It, I was. It was going to be the rest day special, but it's not the rest day special because it's not the rest day it's supposed to be, yeah. but it's not. So
1: we're going to pretend he it is. In a he says in a stampy long head voice. <laughs> you're much too like you're much too enthusiastic. You must okay,
0: calm okay.
1: down a <laughs> bit. I'll be like. Hello, everybody. <laughs>
0: hello
1: anyway. <laughs> so what shall we discuss so we're
0: going to run through stages 1 to 15 we would do we'll do 16 if the stage finishes in time for this thing to end but we will start on stage 1 which was won by julian Alaphilippe. was that a surprise to anyone
1: really well c- kind of you know the, going into the race i actually thought it was going to be some other person because i am so
0: sure it was going to be
1: because I didn't know that it was a mountaintop finish, so I actually thought it was going to be Sagan. So I didn't read into that stage.
0: Yeah, Sagan was dropped at the beginning of the last time. and mm. the, the the crashes on that stage is ridiculous. Um, the good yeah. news though is that only three riders um, withdrawed, which was um, yeah. uh, it was um, Limouin. Or don't don't judge my pronunciation. I'm reading it off my phone. Skuterlin um, from Skeetle.
1: Skeetle. from team
0: DSM. And, yes, and Conan Volas from Hrupama yeah. Um So they were the only three to withdraw on stage one, which was probably a good thing. None of which I...
1: And I, and I, don't know if, I don't know if you feel the same, but I found that the, sta- the crash on stage one, I don't know, for me, it looked much worse than the one on the other stage.
0: Yeah, I agree. The thing was that there were two crashes that were ridiculous. I think we were very lucky to have three out of it. I was very sure it was going to be at least four with Chris Froome not h- struggling to get onto the bike. Did not look. Yeah, fine.
1: I mean Chris Froome. They don't call him Crash Froome for nothing.
0: Yeah, I think
1: that's what. Who calls him Chris crash,
0: Froome? crash? I don't.
1: I call him Crash Froome. You know, I'm an I'm interesting call fact that, is that. i I used to call no. him I used to call him Gelpy because. Um, when I was really young, I I watched Tour de France and I was always surprised that Chris Froome was in yellow while everyone else wasn't. So in German, yeah. gelpy is yellowy, per se. So, so 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 not not a flex, but Chris Froome just built it.
0: Yeah, it is quite ironic though that Chris Froome gets out of GC contention two years ago before the Dauphiné with a with a with a horror crash. And now returns to the Tour de France, which is really impressive. And then crashes again on stage one. And, and looked like he was going to be out of the tour. It's been really impressive, actually, that he's made it to stage 16. Mm. And so good looking for uh, it's looking like he could make That's it to because Paris. Because he's a
1: mountain bike rider. Yeah. That's because he's a mountain bike rider. Yeah. Anyways, let's go on with uh stage two.
0: Okay, stage um, two was won by, of course, the great Marty Fondrapool, um, who took yellow. Um, surprisingly, which I'm only realising now is that, actually, no, I did know this, but I couldn't, I, I forgot. Um, Pogaccia and Roglic came second and third on this stage. And on stage one, I think they came like fourth and fifth or something. No, uh, Primus Roglic came third and Pogaccia came sixth, but they've been pretty close to each other until, um, Roglic, um, uh, abandoned the tour. I think it's been pretty... It's been pretty neck and neck yeah. between them. Actually, it was going to be. Re- I was looking forward to a really interesting contest between the two, and then Roglic. Mm. What's also been really sad is that I wasn't
1: looking forward to a very interesting con.
0: I yes, sure. con-
1: mind you, con- because- I, I was
0: looking for. I thought um, Primus Roglic was going to be like third or something. Unfortunately.
1: Mm. Unfortunately, the question
0: is that who is going to come second? Which, like the new like winner, I can imagine whoever comes second this year. Is going to be almost as chuffed as coming first normally Well, money yeah, not normally I mean, because i mean
1: because i before, mean i remember we were discussing it and we were saying oh i wonder who's going to come second this tour de france because yeah the winner's is so uh, obvious like remember back in the day with chris room and Br- bradley wiggins and all that drama
0: yeah there was no contest but um who do you think is going to come second and third
1: no idea. <laughs> I think remember that French guy you like on stage 14 or 15, I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah. Absolutely fluke everyone by like popping up to sixth place on the general rankings, and yeah. then in the next mountain stage they just dropped him with that American one, remember? I
0: think it was I can't remember who it was, but um he was in sec he was in second. He was in second.
1: And then he dropped down to five
0: in one stage.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not a climber, though. He
0: wasn't going for GC, though. I think he was just trying to win the stage. That's why yeah. he... And the, the breakaway finished so far ahead of the yellow jersey that...
1: Yeah, and the thing you know, is, he didn't even win the stage. He didn't even win no, the stage. Didn't. That's
0: what I'm saying. He was trying to, but, you know, it doesn't always come off. Um. Yeah. So after stage two, um, uh, Der Poel was in... Was in yellow. Not much excitement happened there but the general classification was definitely becoming to shift up a bit i don't think it's ever been that i've got to stage two and felt like it's already been a week
1: mm. at all. i mean not out of boredom not like school where you're like how long has it been 45 minutes in real time it's been 4.5 like the, amount of,
0: the, the amount that's happened in like mm. three days it was unbelievable um stage three was won by coming right Tim Malia which I think is the only sprint stage of this tour um this tour de France which wasn't won by Cavendish um and I think well
1: well yeah I guess you could say that <laughs> I, I think- mean Cavendish <laughs> is a I
0: think this is gonna be like the, the the last sprint stage which Cavendish isn't in green it was Alaphilippe at the time which was also Queen of Quickstep with step, with in second in the green jersey um Moving swiftly along though, because mind you, the, the Caleb Ewan crash was hectic. Though I was, I, I remember know. watching. I, I this was clip. actually
1: rooting for Caleb Ewan, I think Ewan because a context, context. Um, Ethan and I, we play the Tour de France game at his house, and I <laughs> always chose a team. I've got its name now. It
0: was, was Mitchell Scott, it? I think, at the time because I had the 2018 yeah. version of the game. It was Mitchell Scott at the time with Caleb Ewan.
1: Yeah, with with Caleb Ewan and Daryl Mp because I'm <laughs> South African. So. So I'd go out into the breakaway with Daryl Impy or Dimpy, yeah. as I affectionately refer to him, and 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 we'd always try to win, but we never managed to win. And then yeah, I and then I I'd, I'd just switch out. And I win. always
0: pip you on the line.
1: Well, the breakaway would never win, but yes.
0: But I would always pip you on the line.
1: Mm, I next yeah, I was,
0: with I was the, Sagan, and I would keep on pipping you on it, the line. It was so much fun. Yeah. I think Richard Carapaz, though, could make the podium. It would be really impressive from the Inus Grenadiers if that mm-hmm. would happen. The good news, though, no. is Peter Sagan was able to continue um, racing at, um, after that crash. Unfortunately, Caleb Ewan wasn't. Yeah. So Okay,
1: stay f- five. Let's skip four. Because nothing real happened there
0: nothing exciting happened on stage four we just have to quickly see which was one of course by mark cavendish it was that's kicking off yeah, yeah. It was, that was stage was number 31 in the tour de france he was closing in on um eddie merckx but um not there quite yet um second was nasa Buani, which was quite impressive from acria Samsek. Mm-hmm. um next not stage much.
1: please customers next stage things.
0: yeah no, not much happened then it was quite an easy spread. Yeah, that kind the... for quick step was unbelievable do do you think
1: excuse me excuse that
0: me? lead out train for the queen quick
1: have you ever yeah i mean i mean it was almost as good as the legendary sky lead out trains remember those
0: almost as good and they threw and crashed but i was looking at the stats i can't remember off the top of my head but um Cavendish's lead-out lead out man um, has yeah. led out like five sprinters to about like 30 victories, which is unbelievable.
1: Yo, so he's an OG gamer.
0: <laughs> yeah, you could, you could put it that way. Stage yeah. five was the individual time trial. This was very interesting. Um, what if I'm not not putting the best time trial in? Um, let's be honest.
1: Yeah, let let, let be as a,
0: as someone is known as quite a good time trialist to come. Yeah, even down, even
1: for not his best time trial. I mean, he'd yeah. smash any of them on like a thirty k bike kilograms. Yeah.
0: Truth is, though, Tade Pogacar completely obliterated everyone. So that was mm. that wasn't exciting. We, we yeah, yeah. Uh, Stefan Kung was in the hot seat for quite a while until Pogacar started and. Beaten him by Nike. <laughs> it
1: was like, it was like, what's it? Um, it's like Puma was in the hot seat for soccer shoes. Then Nike was invented. <laughs> uh,
0: Stefan Kung was in the hot seat. It was for a, for a good 10 minutes. And, and then he was completely obliterated okay. by Tarek Pogacar by 19 seconds.
1: <laughs> Whoa. I,
0: what a surprise. What I think was, it was impressive, though, was the first time we saw Wenger goal, um, from Jumbo Visma showing dominance. He came third, 27 seconds down from Pogaccia.
1: I mean, which is impressive, because Pogacha's Pogaccia.
0: Yeah, which is very impressive. And I think the most impressive thing, though, out of, out of the entire stage was Mathieu van der Poel retained the yellow jersey. Yeah. The first new, I think one ridden two time trials in his life. You should have seen the helmet that the Tour de France gave him, like, as a, like a backup plan that he just kind of tossed on his head and it was just like bright white. At least it could have made it yellow. But um, oh well. Mm. And um, paint. So then I think, I guess it was just his max power. I reckon if he practiced on the TT bike, he could do a considerable amount better. The trouble is, his yeah, but- biggest budget team with Alpha and Fenix, which is a pro team and not a world tour team. To finish thirty seconds down on um, on Tadipogacha and one second on what Why Not isn't a bad ride with the biggest. Yeah, it's
1: not a bad day. ride. I mean, I'd be pretty stoked if I did that. Yeah.
0: And um, the fact that the stage is pretty long as well. It wasn't like it was five k and you could like literally sprint the whole thing. Because then we all know, no. much of Nepal was probably would have won it fine Come yeah down. well fine. well I, I,
1: i'll Five tell you I've, I've gone on Zwift i've gone on Zwift and i've tried like a 10k time trial which mind you is not extremely hard. long hard. I. it's hard and, and it had like a like a 10 degree incline towards the end going peaking at like 18 and no i could hardly turn this things so it took me upwards 35 minutes you know
0: yeah.
1: it's crazy
0: ridiculous the fact that they could do that in 10 minutes
1: mm.
0: is unbelievable
1: i mean that's a minute per kilometer which is 60 kilometers per hour which oh. i guess is doable if i'm sprinting down a hill but <laughs> on like a... yeah.
0: <laughs> okay stage six mark cavendish next um <laughs> 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 what well, was impressive though is that at stage six it was starting that um peter Sagan was um his knee was starting to hurt from the, the crash with Caleb Ewan on stage four or three or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, and and um, to come fifth on a mass sprint behind Mark Cavendish, it's quite impressive. What I did see um, pointed out to me, I was, I was looking at something, is that Mark Cavendish is always closely followed by Asper Philipson. In the green jersey on stage six, Second to um, Mark Cavendish was um, Jasper Philipson. Sorry, not stage six, but a few stages after. Um, Which was impressive, especially, you know, for someone from a pro team and not the biggest background. Um, Which was impressive. I mean, look
1: look at Chris Froome. He grew up in Flippin' Kenyan, like a small hut. Yeah,
0: was. And And, you know, in South Africa, there wasn't a great...
1: Yeah. You know, does, yeah, it's not a great. Well, he well, did go to St. John's. I mean, come on, it's
0: pretty high in yeah. school. Yeah, okay, so stage seven, which is the longest stage in the Tour de France for 21 years, okay, but 200 20. 20 years.
1: I totally 250
0: knew that. something kilometers, which was
1: ridiculous, right. Mm-hmm. Was... I can do that in a morning ride. What do you mean? These pros or scams? <laughs> <laughs> um, which was won, won by the, the new cousin. Cha-
0: <laughs> it was oh, won by the okay. new Slovenian champion Matej Moric, uh, followed yeah. by Jasper Staven for 20 seconds down, and then
1: Nelson... Oh wait, wait wait. I remember his name now, Kus, Sam Kuss or something.: Stefcus. Stepcus.: Ste He's not. can you continue.
0: He's No, that was not it. He is not French. No, not from this stage. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, from earlier. Yeah, I know. That wasn't him. Uh, he won a stage. We'll get to that in a sec. Um, yeah, I
1: know.
0: What? Yeah. So I guess there's not much happened there. Apart from the fact that I, yeah. I think this was the stage that... Um, nope. Mati van der Poel in yellow. Uh, what I think is really impressive, though, is that Tali had the white jersey from stage one hasn't let go of it yet right which has been impressive
1: and the the polka dot you know,
0: just- what, I'd is,
1: you know what i'd really enjoy i know like tadi fans wouldn't enjoy it but i'm against tadi i know lots of people might not really. like me for that but um because lots of people just for for those uh smash bros fans uh hungry box I think I I view him as a bit of a hungry box. Hungry box is a great guy. Ethan, you will not understand a word I say. Uncultured gamers will understand. <laughs> um, so so I, I I don't like him because he's so good. But I'd really like to see another uh, hello omi opi sign taking out um Teddy pugacha That would make my year. Imagine some random Karen, maybe not Karen, but. I'd like to view her as a Karen hitting Taddy Pugatchi in the face with a sign. I'd really enjoy that. <laughs> I don't know. Is that just my so-called um, sadistic passion coming out? But yes, I like Taddy
0: Pugatchi. He's a he's a great guy.
1: He's just—he's yeah, a great guy. But... I would
0: like to. I'll be honest. I would like to see him get beaten. That is very true. Yeah. has been interesting over from stage seven is the polka dot jersey competition which has been from like Mate Morich to um, the thing from the few down to um. Uh, what's his name uh, from a Samsic, Nari Quintana. Uh, Nari Quintana, yeah. You
1: know?
0: Yep, and then it went to um, Dan Martin. Dan Martin. And then, Mar- then Wolf Van jumped up the thing for, for like nuts. Mm-hmm. Which is quite cool, and then Katana took it back, and then he was obliterated by someone, I can't remember who it was, I'll get back to you in a sec. Mm-hmm. Uh, stage 8, Dylan Tynes, also impressive mm-hmm. wooden. not much to dwell upon. Um,
1: yeah. Not much to dwell upon, the Englishman says.
0: <laughs> uh, this the first stage that the Tali Pogaccia took yellow. Um, it was the first probably, like, kind of mountain stage of the race. I don't know if you'll agree with that, but um well,
1: yeah, I guess,
0: but clearly, um ah uh, started to struggle, right, And he lost the other jersey and went like shooting down the table, and then abandoned the next day. and now this was a very interesting stage, actually, stage nine. really impressive about this stage was Ben O'Connor just completely destroyed everybody else. Like, he I mean, he won five minutes ahead of the second place w- of Quintanio uh, from the coyne quick I didn't even
1: know he existed until then.
0: I'd heard of him, but, did, you know, it didn't really r- f- ring a bell. Like, at all. Mm. Um, okay. It was the It was the first time that um, Martin from um, from Cofidis was um, up on the leaderboard for the first time, and he was the one who like shot up just as a second on one stage, and then just like ricocheted back down. Uh, Again, nothing much to dwell upon. He went like this. (laughs) Pagaces still quite comfortably in yellow,
1: unfortunately.
0: Um, but (laughs) what can we do about it?
1: Yeah, what can we do about it? I mean, I I wouldn't be against someone coming up, clobbering him in the face with a sign saying, hello, grandma, grandpa. I I wouldn't be against it. He's a brilliant guy, but...
0: You've stated stated that once or twice.
1: Yeah, I stated my thing, the (laughs) H-box.
0: Yeah. Um... So moving on from stage nine to stage 10, and this was a very interesting stage because it was the first time that we saw weakness from Pogaccia. No, was it? Never mind. Yeah. That was the next stage. Sorry. This is stage yeah. 10, Mark Cavendish. Next, moving on.
1: Um, <laughs> Mark Cavendish. Next, moving on.
0: Okay. A little bit quickly, seriously. I just want to point out, Vanak came second, just behind him on the sprint, which I think was unbelievable. Again, followed by Jesper Philipson. I'm not saying anything, but just notice how I pointed that out earlier. Um, moving on. Uh, stage 11, and th- sorry, this is the one where Vitaly <laughs> just started to show weakness for the first time. He's not going to show weakness totally. on a sprint stage. We're just clearing that out. That's not important, okay? Stage 11 was up Monvan Van 2 twice. Yes. The first time it was was the, was the easier side, if we can say easier. It was a, it was the first catch- catch yeah. time. Second time, though, is when Pogacar was dropped by vingagol in um, wearing the white jersey in second in the white jersey in third in um, g c at the moment um, which I think you know was was interesting because we saw Pogacar, I don't think he's actually cracked him, but it was more that he just decided he didn't have enough energy to attack up long mm-hmm. so just decided to hang back with the group and in, in the end didn't lose any time because he caught finger and finished before him
1: <laughs> so <Yeah>. an interesting <laughs> thing i actually heard you know what they do when they have to like waste some time so the commentators spend two three hours talking about the stage yeah. after the after the stage you know so so interesting thing i heard there was they said that pagacho would be under a lot of pressure because Last tour he, he only accelerated into the yellow jersey and all the prestige that comes with a yellow jersey in the last few stages. Remember that. And here he's starting off early with the yellow yeah. jersey, which much more pressure.
0: It's much more pressure. You kind of put the target on your back. Which you exactly remember when Ben O'Connor at, attacked on a few stages ago um and won? And Teddy Pagacci, you know, he, for a point, he was ahead of Teddy Pagacci in the in the GC, and then you know, Teddy Pagacci took it back. But I, what I was thinking is that Pagacci could have like let him take the other jersey and put the pressure on him to to mm. keep the other jersey and to kind of take a you know the pressure off his back.
1: Yeah, but then there's also a problem where where it comes slingshotting back at you where you're like oh, lost in the second last stage, yeah. I'll get. The three seconds I gave him. I mean, uh, but then it ends up in O'Connor, this team rides off their rocker for him <laughs> and, yeah. and gains a second of time. And all of a sudden your precious first place position is no longer. So first place.
0: Yeah. So wow. then we move on to stage 12, um, which was won by Niels Pollitt from Bora Hansgrohe. You know, quite a, you know, quite a win, 30 seconds um, ahead of Irviti from Movie Star. I'm very sorry if I pronounce any of these names wrong. <laughs> I don't know every Ian
1: song I'd laugh if it's actually pronounced Vitae not Viti, but it's probably not.
0: It's no, it's Irviti. I know that I one. Know. Right? I, that, that's that's gonna, gonna be the one I get wrong though still. Palot <laughs> one, Pogaccio and Jersey. Next. Um
1: next
0: <laughs> stage 13. Stage 13, Cavendish, next.
1: No, I'm joking.
0: Um, Again.
1: <laughs> Cavendish, next. Costa.
0: Yeah. The, what is impressive, though, is that his lead-out was so unbelievable on stage 13, that his lead-out man finished second. In Morkov, he finished second.
1: That's when you know that your team is carrying you.
0: Yeah. Of course, then third is Jasper Philipson. No one cares anymore. Next. Stage 14. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous now. Um, Balcom uh, on the stage ahead of Patrick Conrad.
1: Balcom Mollema.
0: Um, you know, he was, was quite a win. A minute and five ahead of mm. Conrad.
1: Wait, can I actually show you something quickly? Something I remembered when I heard his name.
0: His name was Balcom. And then I thought it said Oliver. Yeah. His name was Balcom Oliver. For since
1: yeah, Blake like Mortimer.
0: A, yeah, um, I thought, I thought his name was Balcom Oliver, until like a few days ago, I realized it was Bauca Mollimer.
1: Mm, so actually, it doesn't have that much to do with Blake and Mortimer, but it kind of sounds similar, oh, don't you think? I get it. Blake and No.
0: What was that? Stage 13. Uh, No, 14. That was stage 14. So 15 now. Um,
1: Which was yesterday, right?
0: Was two days ago. JK,
1: I got you. No, you didn't. Yesterday was.
0: Which was quite the celebration of Steph Kuss, I'll be honest, ahead of Alejandro Valverde, who was the oldest in the peloton. 41 and isn't retiring at the end of the year. 41? That's
1: almost as old as my dad.
0: No, it's not. Um. <laughs> and then Walter Pools, who took who took the um the climber jersey after two days ago. No, it was three days ago. Stage 15 was three days
1: ago. No, no, it was it was two days ago. Um today's stage but, six. Just what in. really surprised me is that Taddy didn't even today. Sorry, didn't even make a top ten in a mountain stage. That mountain stage. Actually,
0: the thing is, if he comes consistently tenth, 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 he's gonna win. Yeah,
1: because he's he come, already got that. If he comes first, last, 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 you're
0: not gonna win. Um, yeah, just in now, which is very um interesting. Just in stage 16, which is today's stage or yesterday's stage, if you're watching a Wednesday or two days ago stage of watching on Thursday and then three days ago stage of watching on
1: Friday, you get the draw. And if you happen to be from the future, then go to a then place in South Africa, because I don't like giving away our location to look at our historical remains.
0: July the 13th, 2021. That's today. Probably yes, any- that's Tomorrow. today. Tomorrow, that's okay, good. Any, anyway, so just in today, um, stage sixteen, uh, the winner was Patrick Conrad from Bora Hansgrohe. I haven't watched the stage, so I can't tell you much because I just got a notification now on my phone that it's finished. So that's cool. Um, ahead of um, Sonny Colbrelli, which is impressive on a mountain stage, and. Um, I think that says Matthews. Yes, it's Michael Matthews from Bike Exchange.
1: Bike Exchange? Is that a team now? Huh? Is that a team now? Yes, it's Mitchelton Scott. Bike Exchange? Yes. Imagine saying, I come from Team Bike Exchange. (laughs) Mitchelton Scott sounds so much better. No offence to Bike Exchange. I'm sure it's brilliant. I don't know what it does. It's
0: not like it exchanges bikes or anything.
1: Nah, no way. That's actually anyway. Awesome.
0: Right now, the the fun bit of the stage where we just get to show how useless we are predicting.
1: Yay! Who's winning the Tour de France? Okay, from? read us out the predict. Read us out uh, what what tomorrow's stage will probably be like. Is it hilly? Okay. Mountain.
0: Give you the not information.
1: Not mountainy. Not mountainy. No sorry. <laughs>
0: I will give you the information now. I just need to get to it because I've got all the stats next to me. What's today's tomorrow stage? 17. Oh, it's the summit finish. Um, Let's have a look at stage of the day. So um, it's pretty flat until 113.4 kilometers in with the first intermediate sprint. And then we basically start climbing to category one on the colder part i'm not going to try that and then um and then another category one on the Col de fall learn Azette. and then an after category climb this app is not the best i can't quite it doesn't tell me what mountain that is but um that is tomorrow's stage it is 178.4 kilometers
1: who's winning Well, it, it it really depends. I mean it depends on what's his name, the fastest sprint in the world right now, Mark Cavendish. If Mark Cavendish gets dropped on the two category ones, I think they were.
0: Of course he's gonna get dropped on the category ones.
1: Sorry, I forgot. No. Sorry. Uh Sagan?
0: Out of the race with a knee injury. I forgot to mention that actually. He was out of the race from a knee injury, which he occurred. Thanks, Caleb.
1: Sorry, am I living under a rock?
0: Yes, you've been living under a <laughs> rock. Also, it's an it's out of category rock. climb, yeah. Pickle, he's not good, he's a sprinter. I he finishes on the out of category climb. I really, really, really want a Kriya Samsek to get their first win. So, my heart, he ain't winning, but my heart. Down, I've forgotten his name. Hang on. <laughs> Ala
1: Philippe the... could win. That, that's true. He could win. Al- Alaphilippe. Psst. Alaphilippe. 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 I know he's... That would be entertaining
0: if, if Dakota Quickstep could win with Philippe. That, that would be cool with the world champion. You know, that's two stages in the tour. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, two Fingers crossed for that. Who's winning the tour?
1: Oh, um, I wonder who's winning the tour. Could it be, um, Taddy Pagacha? Could you hear that?
0: Yes, but there's no way it's going to be. Taddy
1: Pagacha. Taddy Pagacha. Taddy Pogaccia. I bet you if <laughs> we ask any anybody- Excuse me? Who's going to win the sprint jersey? I forgot his name. Oh. <laughs>
0: Mark Cavendish is totally gonna win. Mark
1: the Cavendish, Mark Cavendish. Mark he
0: wins Cavendish. another stage. Also, if he wins another stage, he beats the great Eddie Merckx, the Cannibal, for the most stages in the Tour the de France. Cannibal. Thirty-five wins in the Tour de France. Is-
1: uh, yeah, but but the, I, I'd find that a whole lot more impressive if you were a climber. I mean, if mm-hmm. you if you're a league above the rest, you're a sprinter. And you have a, a brilliant lead out team like he does. It kinda it kind of takes the amazingness away. Yeah. Like there's no denying that he's one of the best sprinters of all time, like Chris Hoy, be damned, even though he's like not a track cyclist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think you know, there's nothing exciting to look forward to really in the tour, apart from like maybe the top mountaintop finishers in the dot jersey, I guess, because we all know who's winning the green jersey. We all know who's winning the sprint stages. We all know who's winning the the um General classification
1: Who's winning, winning the white jersey?
0: <laughs> well, I really, Obviously. really, really want Vingegaard to win. To win, it's like so bad. <laughs> I really, really, really want anyone other than Taddy Pagaccia <laughs> <Yeah>, to, <win. laughs> to win. Yeah, but Gore would be very impressive. What a comeback it would be from Yumba Visma, who came to with um GT hopes for Primo Roglic. That was. You know that was his their only aim and then to come with um Vingegor, You remember there are five men left the three have three have um abandoned the race there's Primo roglitch tony martin and um gosink that's that leaves them with five riders the rest are injured and three are in the breakaway um two days ago
1: what a horrible tour <laughs> that
0: leaves that leaves one rider basically with mark uh, with um you know, at the you know, in the Peloton or whatever. So I'm actually rooting for him then. I I'm really want I really want to win. That would be unbelievable. But I think that pretty much sums up today's show. Um I don't think there's much more- no! so anyway, that sums up today's show, I think. Um we'll see you next week after the Chanceliser. Who's winning on the Chanceliser? Mark Cavendish. <laughs> um how- no! we'll see you next week. Huh? Cheerio!
1: Cheerio